Yo, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tap Network. Listen, this is going to be a special interview. I need you guys to do me a favor. Get somewhere comfortable. Sit back, relax, because we're going to dive deep into the story of multi-million dollar producing realtor Crystal Harris. Uh, seen a massive a lot of success in her first three years in the game. Has her own brokerage, has over 14 agents, and they're all top producing agents. So what we're going to do is... We're going to dive into her story. We're going to figure out how she's able to produce so much raw talent, uh, how she's able to grow so fast in this industry. Uh, she has a very interesting story. I know, Crystal, we talked uh, off camera. Actually, I know mm -hmm. we've shared the stage at a couple platforms. Mm -hmm. So um, you guys know our goal with the Equity Tap is, of course, to help you as an entrepreneur raise your business IQ so that you can tap into your, your full business equity. Crystal, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you, Kevin? I'm pretty good. Look, good. I want to start off by saying thank you, first of all, for taking the time out, for, for opening up your space, mm -hmm. right? Thanks this for is having the me. first time we've been out of the studio. So you're the first interview that we've done at your at, awesome. at someone's actual location. Yeah, That's beautiful awesome. location. So Thank I want to you. talk a little bit about that. But before we do that, give me just a quick background for people that don't know you. Mm -hmm. Tell them a little bit about you, your name, your history, and then we'll jump into it. So my name is Crystal Harris. I am principal broker owner of Harris and Harris Realty Group. I have been in real estate going on now for about five years. Okay. Um, and from there, um, I just my ultimate goal is to make more of the community homeowners. Okay. I'm okay. not focusing towards your luxury gotcha. real estate. That's one thing that I immediately eliminated from my um, platform. Gotcha. I, I want to do more of the community assisting okay. versus the the um, luxury real yeah, estate. Yeah, yeah, That's interesting. So did you ever start off with luxury real estate? No. Um, traditionally, when you get into real estate, of course, the luxury real estate is shinier. Okay. It's, 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 more, um, it's more elegant. It's gotcha. more um, flamboyant. Mm. And that's just not my character at all. Okay. I'm not a flashy person, so me wearing heels every single day, mm -hmm. that just is, <laughs> that's not in my that's not in my future for me. Okay. So I am very relatable. Gotcha. Um a lot of my clientele, um, they all are people that look like me. Yeah. That come from the same uh, background that I've come from. Okay. So that helps me better understand the client's needs gotcha. and their wants to okay. build generational wealth. Okay. Let me ask you something. For you to be able to grow so fast in the real estate game, you've only been in it five years? Mm -hmm. Three years, I know we talked off camera, a lot of people are in the game way longer than that, and they Absolutely. don't even have their own brokerage, let alone over 14 agents that's top producing. Mm -hmm. What's the secret? What are you doing? I had my plan already established before I even addressed real estate. Okay. So previously, prior to, um, I owned a bakery, actually. Okay. For 11 years, uh, Tempting Berries Bakery, that is yeah. what most people know me by. Mm -hmm. I, they still call me Tempting Berries to this day. <laughs> um, that is definitely, I started that from my home. Okay. And after the first few months, I, I, I grew the home, so I had to purchase me, I, well, I rented a commercial building. I leased okay. a commercial space. Um, and from there, it flourished. I opened up two locations that started me into taxes. Yeah. I know a local tax professional here. Um, she reached out to me and said, I think you'll do amazing with, mm. the, you know, with the uh, report that you have with the community. I think you'll be amazing in taxes. And I was like, no way. Yeah. Like, no way. Because, you know, it's a different, it's a different setting okay. from dealing with the different clientele that I did with the bakery. So it was, it was, it was a little scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, first year, killed it. Uh, second year, got my own building. Okay. At least my own um, commercial building for real estate. And then six months, I mean, I'm sorry, for taxes. 
And then maybe six months later, I bought my first commercial building. Okay. Was that your first exposure to entrepreneurship, Tempting Berries? Tempting Berries was my first exposure to entrepreneurship. However, okay. not management and not my management and uh, my skills with dealing with people. Okay. Um, because prior to that, I was in staffing. Staffing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. I staffed for a local um, um, service called Spirion. Okay. It was a staffing service. Gotcha. So I started there and... Um, I just woke up one day and decided I didn't want to work for anybody anymore. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting. A lot of people uh, that's entrepreneurs that I talk to, mm -hmm. it's, it happens very similar, right? Yes. They are killing the game at their current mm -hmm. profession, typically are the top performers, right? And then mm -hmm. one day they just wake up and say, you know what? If I'm making all this money for somebody else, I can go on and do it myself. I think a lot of it comes from confidence. I confidence, think there's okay. a lot of people um, in the city that has massive talent. Okay they don't have the confidence that it takes to step mm. out on faith and to uh, break those grounds. Okay. And that was something I've always had in anything that I've done was confidence. How, so with, is that something that you see a lot of your agents come to the table with, lack of confidence? Is that something that you help them build up? Not me personally, but even when I was an affiliate broker, okay. which is what you have to be for the three years prior to becoming a broker, I had a lot of people just reach out to me just randomly saying, hey, I love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, you're very successful in real estate. Can I, can you be my mentor and things yeah. like that? And just having casual conversations with them, I noticed that, you know, a lot of the time it is, you know, who you're around. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it does carry over from relationships, whether it be personal, um, you know, it's just a relationship thing. And mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of people... You can't come into real estate without a plan. Yeah. You know, and you can't come that's into real estate it, that's almost for a reason. anything too, yeah. Yeah, but real estate is more calculated. You have okay. to definitely have a following and I think that that was more of the reason why I came into real estate and I immediately um took off because okay. I had the following from the bakery, I had the following from the tax situation, you know, my mm -hmm. my tax services, and then I had the following because I initially from there started doing credit. Okay. So everything that I did was definitely in my in my five year plan because okay. taxes converted into credit and then I started getting so many people calling me saying oh my god thank you I just bought a house yeah my mind was like three percent and so it was just too many people buying houses yeah because of me mm -hmm. so that ultimately got me into doing the real estate thing to help my people transition from oh wow those different clients. so initially you was just helping them on the credit side mm -hmm. helping them get in a position yes. to be able to get real estate but you weren't the agent that was actually benefiting Correct. from it because mm -hmm. a lot of people are going to be seeing this and of course they don't know you know mm -hmm. all of the success that you've had right. in real estate we're sitting in a beautiful building how, how big is this location this building is 4,100 square feet, two 41. stories, and we are, we're on the uh, forefront of Union, okay. right near Second. Well, I am the first black African-American woman that owned um, prime real estate on Union as a real estate office. Wow, mm -hmm. that's dope. Tell me about the process of getting this building. So um, that is one of the things that I will say that I have um, a lot of discernment. Okay. So I do own 13 commercial buildings off of Mount Mariah. So okay. the ultimate plan originally was for me to just renovate that building, okay. which I did, put over a hundred grand in it. Mm. And before we even started installing the furniture, I woke up that morning and I, I stated, mm, I want to find a content space because that's kind of mm. what happens. My visions come to me when I'm in my sleep. So okay. I have to have a book next to my bed. And my husband even says to this day, he's like, where do you come up with this stuff? Yeah. Like, it's literally <laughs> like, it's nothing but God that, that leads me to these decisions. Mm -hmm. So, I never looked at this building for it to be Harrison Harris Realty Group. Okay. It was going to be a content space because, again, my calling is definitely he helping in any magnitude that I can, whether it be a smaller or a higher grade. But 
I was thinking a lot of local people in all uh, facets of different, you know, different markets. You got your real estate. You have your um, content creating, just content creating space. We there's yeah. non-existent here. We don't yeah, have yeah. anywhere for them to go. And I think that that is one of the major things that you need a place to create content okay. uh, to be successful in anything that you're doing. You know, yeah, locally, yeah, yeah, definitely sure. here. Um, so as far as makeup artists, um, you know, estheticians, anything, beauticians, barbers, there's no way for them to go to create content. So yeah. I was looking for a building, a large building that I could go and make it a content space, like have yeah. a space for them to do photography, have a room for them to come in and do content, have them uh, even shared space as far as office space where they can come in if they don't, they can't afford an office. Yeah. Commercial, commercial leases are expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so working from home, you really don't get the same respect, you mm -hmm. know, from people yeah. working from home. So I think that is one of the things that a lot of times, you know, you get into, you get into just business as a whole mm -hmm. and you're just stuck. You don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. And then you look online and you see these people having all these fancy, you know, um, content. Yeah. You know, you don't know who make it for them, but it's just mm -hmm. the the just it's, it's it could be um, deterring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the ultimate thought. Okay. Came to the building, walked in immediately. God said, "I only way I could get you here." Yeah. And it literally happened. This is how it happened. Did you have to re-renovate the space? Or was Here, yes. Working? Okay. So we paid 600 cash for it, and we put 300 grand in it. Okay. And it's probably about 200 grand in furniture throughout the whole space okay. here. So we do have multiple offices yeah. for um, our agents here that originally came with me. So okay. the ones that, that came over with me, because honestly, I've had HHRG set up since January of 2022. Mm -hmm. Then implemented until June of 2022. Okay. And ironically, it was because of a really bad business decision between myself and my previous company. Okay. Um, there was some um, racial slanders that were made mm. to one of my agent friends. Gotcha. Um, she's an agent here now. And of course, um, you know, I stood up for her. Yeah. So that's how we ended up here. That's dope. Mm -hmm. And that was five years ago. Well, that was, no, that was in, we opened up Harris and Harris Realty Group in 2022. Okay. Wow. So I've been a realtor. You know, I had you have to be licensed for at least three years okay. under another brokerage. Gotcha. So that was the company that I was with prior to, and we all were with that company. Yeah. So we all left together. Let's let's rewind a little bit. Mm -hmm. This is dope. Uh, tell me a little bit about your background. Where are you originally from? I was born in West Palm Beach, Florida. Florida. Okay. But I've been here since I was maybe two or three years old. So um, we were. We ended up in Orange Mound, actually. Yeah. So that's where I was. I was raised in the Mound. I went to. Mound schools, yeah. you know, I was raised there, and a lot of my friends now are from the Mound. Okay. Did you go to college? I went to I went to uh, Shelby State back when it was Shelby okay. State, and I went there maybe a couple of semesters, and I finished out at LeMoyne. What did you go to school for? Business. Business. So you mm -hmm. always knew you wanted to be Absolutely. entrepreneur. Absolutely. Was it somebody in your family, like a parent or something, that was an entrepreneur that got you into the space? Ironically, no. Um, my mom was an executive chef for over 40 years. Okay. Um, but she always was a worker, and I, and that's one of the things that I will say. And my mom is white. My mom okay. is white, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have a color. Yeah. I don't think credit was even a factor back then because I remember in the eighties and the nineties, I don't think you had to have credit to purchase a home. Yeah. You know, it was just really different. Um, I watched my mom struggle, okay. and even to this day, you know, the house that she's in, I I got for. Um, but I believe that. It's just one of those mindset things to where you just worked back then. It was yeah. just working, feeding your family and making it happen and, and, and making, you know, ends meet. Okay. Credit was never a thing that was even discussed in our household. Mm -hmm. 
And it's not that people have made bad decisions. It's just that you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And I think that that is why I do a lot of credit seminars. I do a lot of educational seminars for the community because that's one thing that it it holds us back. Mm -hmm. And then you have family members that don't know. So they're, you know, they're passing down inaccurate information. Yeah. So it's just like it's a vicious cycle that Mm -hmm. never ends until somebody. And then it's a trust level that's there. I will say I've been in, I've been an entrepreneur since 2011. Okay. And I have never been outed for taking nobody's money. I've mm. never been, you know, I've never been labeled as a, a, a shyster or, yeah. you know, so I think that just the respect level that people have for me as an individual, yeah. as a mother, you know, as a business owner, I think that that is why um, I am the platform that this city needs for me to relay information that most times people would not even read or listen to yeah for sure uh i'm friends with uh, a couple of the agents that that work with you mm-hmm. and they have nothing but you know positive and high same here i love my team you. yeah you got a great team i do yeah so take me back i want to talk about that initial phase of getting to entrepreneurship mm-hmm. because a lot of people will see where you're at today right yeah we're sitting in a <laughs> seven-figure invested <sighs> you know facility uh you had a successful tempting berries mm-hmm. uh company and you've done credit, you've done staff, and you've done a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So people see you sitting here today, and they won't necessarily understand a lot of the struggles that it takes. Because they see the final product, right? Yeah. This is a beautiful location. Everything is set up. Thank you. Talk to me about that journey. What were some of the struggles that you initially kind of went through as an entrepreneur? Several struggles. I think for me, it is more so um, just trying to help people that weren't my assignments. Okay, break that down. For me personally, it was just, I always felt like, you know, if God blessed me, it was, I'm supposed to bless everybody. Mm. And um, it had gotten to a point to where I literally, literally, God told me, it was just a, the conversation was so ever clear. And I remember in 2021, I made a decision then. I mm-hmm. said, um, if it's not my problem, it's not my problem. Okay. And and that what and what that meant was God literally sat me down and said, if you if you reach out to one more person that I'm trying to teach a lesson, yeah. I'm gonna make it to where you can't wow. help them, nobody else, or yourself. Okay. And before it got to that, I mean, I, I always listen. I'm not yeah. hard headed <laughs> when it comes down to messages that I receive, and that was definitely uh, it was traumatizing because in okay. you know, all my life I've always helped people. It just was. A calling, and I never will say the bakery was, or it was particularly real estate, or it was mm-hmm. particularly, you know, credit or taxes. But everything that I've ever done, I've literally gotten people out of mounds of trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With and everything, think, and I think that's what's so cool about your story, because uh, of course we've talked a little bit, and I know being from Orange Mound, mm-hmm. a lot of the times we're uh, we are the the people that experience right the effects of the bad economy, no mm-hmm. money, welfare, all of these things. And I know one of the unique things about your story is you had a heart for those, for their community. Absolutely. And you helped a lot of people. Talk to me a little bit about some of the, the success that you've been able to cre- create with individuals from the community. So as far as when I first opened up the bakery, I knew when I had the location, I knew the platform that I had. Even okay. even when I first got into that, because I, I'm, I am literally a jet setter. Like I have created and started and implemented a lot of different things yeah. that I'm extremely proud of. And sometimes it can get frustrating, and, and that's one of the messages that I that I do want to you know reiterate to okay. a lot of business owners. Um, a lot of times people don't understand that you can be inspired by somebody without mm-hmm. being a complete copycat. Okay. You know what I mean? And that was just one of the things. And that's what happened in the bakery. Like yeah. it just became overwhelming. And then, you know, when you, it's when it's so cluttered with mm-hmm. 
people doing it for the wrong reasons, okay. then you know you have to worry about people asking about your pricing. And yeah. I've never, I'm, I don't question my pricing. Mm. That my price is my price. Okay, okay. And it's always been that way. So I got out of the bakery for that very reason. But in the midst of that, I was able to touch so many people's lives because I did an angel tree twice a year. Okay. Um, and it was on the, we were on channel 13, 3, 5, 24, and 30 every yeah. single year wow. doing the angel tree. And we actually did more children on our angel tree than the actual Salvation Army's okay. angel tree. <laughs> And, and of course, with the help of the community, you mm-hmm. know, I did a lot of outreach and I had people donating. And I remember for years, um, I've had 50, 60 bikes, okay. 50 or 60 doll houses. I mean, really, really nice things. And I will always match what I received. Gotcha. So that was one of the things for me personally. Um, I, I can't say that I grew up in poverty because I, that, that wouldn't be... True. Yeah. yeah. I, I I didn't grow up in poverty where I didn't know what I was going to eat the next day and all that kind of stuff. So I don't want to even put myself in this situation because that's yeah. not as far as from the truth. But I will say that we did have limited funds. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We had limited funds, and even to this day, I'm so humble now. And people always look at me and just say, "Like you think you, you think nobody knows? Like we yeah. know you, you know, we know you got it." And I'm like, "Man, I know. I've seen people that I grew up with, of course, different." Titles, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. from the mound. For sure. And, you know, and then even women that I grew up with, like I have people that, that I grew up with, they're in jail, mm. you know, they're on drugs, uh, heavy drugs. And it's just one of those things where you just look back and just thank God that you're not a product of your environment because yeah. it very well could have so happened. What, now, what was that differentiator between you and a lot of the people that we grew up with that allowed you to avoid? I, I always reference this poem by Robert Frost. I love it. It's two roads diverged in the woods. I chose the one mm-hmm. less traveled and it made all the difference, right? In your story and what you're saying, that's it, literally you're the example of taking the road less traveled. And yeah. sitting here today, it is the result of all, you know, the difference mm-hmm. that it has made for you. What is that one thing or a few things that really help you stay on track? I've always looked at the lifestyles of the women who had the fancy cars, had the mm. big time boyfriends and all that kind of okay. stuff. And it never was appealing to me. Mm. Um, I I can't say my starting lineup is. <laughs> you know, LeBron's and all them, you know, but yeah. what I will say is I dated with intention. Okay. And so I think that a lot of times, unfortunately, a lot of the women from our neighborhood, they were looking at the flashy and the shiny gotcha. and it got them caught up in a trap, you mm-hmm. know, and I, and I think that that was just something I never was interested in. I never, I never wanted the big time though boy from, from the mound. You know, I, gotcha. I was like, I always looked at it like... I'm 15. Why? Why do you like me? That's weird. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. I was just like one of those people, and I would look at that and just always like, you get <laughs> naked. And I mean, it's not. It's not judging or anything. Yeah, but yeah, my biggest sure. thing was like, you do that, like you in front of strangers. Yeah. So even <laughs> though I was from Orange Mound, it doesn't mean that um, I agreed or even understood a lot of the things that I witnessed and yeah. saw my friends do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But even still, like now, I look back at that stuff and I just thank God because it's a mindset. Yeah. Definitely. And that's what I want to dive into uh, because you've created all this success, right? Mm-hmm. And I know you went to college for business, but I, we all go, you know, we, we've we been to school. Could school have never is, prepared for that. Yeah, they don't prepare you mm-hmm. properly for entrepreneurship. No. So what was that preparation? Do you read a lot? Did you have a mentor? I've never had a mentor. Okay. Wow, um, that's interesting. Never. I've never had a mentor. Okay. Uh, not to say I didn't want one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, everything that I got into, I did reach out to people and now that I'm in a position that I'm in, now I understand why I never got a response. Yeah. I get it. Break that down. I me. get it. So 
Uh, there was a couple of agents in the industry here, my age, African American, mm-hmm. you know, same dynamics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would read them and click out of them. I mean, you mm-hmm. just don't know how many times a day that people get those messages, you know. Yeah. And it's overwhelming, especially when I feel like I'm not even where I want to be at, yeah. you know. Um, a lot of my success definitely came from my relationships that I've built. Okay. Um, and I've always told my children that it's imperative to have relationships because anytime somebody that I've never known, you know, comes to me to borrow money or ask for help, yeah. that that speaks a lot, in my opinion, it speaks a lot on that person when you have family members and you have so many other people around you. Like, why do you have to reach out to complete strangers yeah. for assistance? It does. So it does, I right. had to pray for discernment. Okay. I definitely had to pray for discernment. Um, and without discernment, I would not be where I am yeah. because I can, I literally get nauseous around people that don't mean me no good. Mm. That's how strong my discernment is. And yeah. I had to pray many, many, many years because, again, even in, in the bakery, I gave away so much okay. to people undeserving. Yeah. And I, I, I've, I've, I wouldn't say mentor, but I've helped people <laughs> that are could be more undeserving. Yeah. So now I look at it like, you know, I, if you're not my assignment, I'm not touching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that's a dope skill to develop, you know what I'm saying, as an entrepreneur. It takes years. So let's talk about Harrison Harrison Realty Group, mm-hmm. right? Let's talk about some of the things that you guys are doing. What are you utilizing to help you create this success in the market right now? Because I know you guys are selling a lot of homes. I know you got mm-hmm. commercial realtors on staff. Yes. Like, what's the vision for the company? I ultimately want to be um, a boutique company. I don't uh-huh. want a lot of agents because I came from a company that had a lot of agents, and it was never... Um, I. Let's just say this. I've been in real estate five years. I probably just learned every aspect of writing a contract maybe two years ago. Okay. Okay. And that is the biggest thing for me. I have a lot of um, classes that I teach because when when you get in real estate and you're not with the company that actually cares, Mm -hmm. how can you manage 300 agents? There's no way. Yeah. No way you can manage 300 agents. And I just don't want to be that. I'm taking my lessons that I've learned from my initial real estate experience. Okay. And I'm applying it to the agents that I have here. Yeah. I, when I see there's a deficiency, if when I see an agent posting something and I reach out to them and say, we need a meeting. Okay. You know, I have, my agents are when I, my agents are amazing. When I tell you I have agents that are Airbnb owners, they okay. are, uh, they have two rows. One of my agents downstairs, she has about 15 cars mm-hmm. on her fleet. Wow. Um, and, and I just, you know, she's never done classes. So I'm like, hey, you need to start doing two row classes. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, and I'm huge huge on um income yeah when it comes to residual income okay if it's bringing me four hundred dollars a month i'll take it yeah yeah yeah. because when you have 10 or 15 of those platforms that's bringing in that income i have literally no debt yeah yeah. i have no debt whatsoever so it and it doesn't you're not going to make a million dollars off of everything Mm -hmm. that you touch you're not just not going to happen where did you learn this from though because trial and error trial and error okay trial and error um just knowing that I don't want to do the same thing that everybody is doing. Gotcha. You know, I'm a trendsetter. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I can be encouraged by you. Yeah. And I can do, you know, be in the same industry as you're in, but I want to do it my way. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I want to apply what I know mm-hmm. and my timeline to where I want to be in three or five years. Your yeah. timeline is not my timeline. Okay. So with understanding, you know, understanding a timeline and, and knowing that you're not going to be as successful as I am in your first year because yeah. I had a platform. It's yeah. not because I'm pretty or I'm just this amazing agent, yeah. to be truthfully honest with you. It is because, first of all, I'm walking in my calling and real estate is helping me do that. Yeah, Real estate is not my calling. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. Real estate is not my calling, but it is a, it's, it's the pilot yeah, yeah, to yeah, me yeah. being able to assist. I've. Assisted so many people as far as credit to help them understand, and I never 
refer to it as credit repair, I always say credit restoration because there's a huge yeah, difference. It's a sure. big difference in the two. Um, so that is one of the things I'm about to implement now that I'll share with you. Haven't even made any notice of it yet. Okay. But I'm going to, I stopped doing credit about two years ago. Okay. Still people reach out to me about credit restoration. I don't do it because I've been implementing this plan that I want to do um, like a boot camp, like a credit Ooh. restoration boot camp. Oh, so, yeah. oh, that'll be dope. Yeah. yeah, and they'll come in. We'll meet once a month, and then okay. I will show them how to implement their own techniques, and then that will open up doors for them to be able to purchase because everybody wants to be a homeowner no matter how they say, oh, I don't want to buy a house right now. It's not my time. Yeah. You, If you could, you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's just bottom line. Like, no, who want, who wants to really rent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know of anybody that does, and if they do, then you're around the wrong people. So um, one of the biggest things for me in my success is making sure that I reach out and help as much as I can Okay. within my calling Yeah. because everybody's calling is different. Yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. for mine, um, we mentioned before off camera, credit and your living arrangement definitely puts your children in the – Era of what they're going to be and how they're going to grow up. Okay. You got to break that down. For Unfortunately. So if you have bad credit, mm-hmm. bad credit leads to bad jobs. That leads yeah, to, yeah. you know, all of that stuff is like Where a, it's a it, vicious yeah. cycle. And if you live in a rougher part of town, you got to go to the rougher schools. Yeah. So you're around other kids that came from other backgrounds that really, you know, I don't want my children to be in the midst of nothing but everybody, you know, everybody in here came from, you know, drug addiction homes and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You're you're laying a platform for where your children grow up mm-hmm. and, and the schooling that they get and, yeah. you know, and, and the friends that they make and yeah. the influences they're around. And not to say that in, you know, the other upper level areas that they don't have influences because actually now they're a little worse. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but, you know, your credit scores and where you live literally dictate your life for yeah. your child, for your children. And see, man, that's what I think is so dope about you, right, as a realtor, because you understand what really comes from putting somebody in a position, Absolutely. you know, to be a homeowner. A lot of agents may not even look at that or even think they're They're in it for the right. wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in it for the wrong reasons. And, it, I mean, it is very lucrative. Mm-hmm. Just not, I'm not going to downplay that. It mm-hmm. is very lucrative. However, if you get into real estate for the wrong reasons, you will not be in real estate long. Okay. You have to have a heart for this. For sure, for sure. Listen, as an entrepreneur myself, I got to dive into this uh, to this planning, right? Because mm-hmm. it seems like everything you put on paper, every vision that you have yep. with a little bit of persistence and consistency, everything has came full circle. What are you putting in this plan? How are you breaking this down to ensure success? You have to write it down and make it plain. Okay. It's, that, it's that simple. I have a friend, actually. Uh, she tells me all the time. She's like, everything you've ever told me you're going to do, you do. Yeah. I'm like, isn't that the <laughs> Isn't that the plan? But again, you have a lot of people that, that don't have confidence. Yeah. And so if I if if I say I'm going to do something, even with the credit, I knew I could do it because I've been I've been very heavy on credit since early 2000s. Okay. Um, I bought my first house in 2007. Actually, I think I was maybe 25 when I bought my first house. Uh-huh. 24, 25. Okay. And even in that, I was huge on credit. Okay. So that's just one thing, you know, when we, and this, nobody taught me anything. Like it wasn't something I went to school for. It Mm -hmm. wasn't any of that. My biggest thing is if you're going to get into something, every time that I say I'm going to do something, I I perfect it before I even say that I'm doing it. Okay. Because I don't want to be that girl where they're saying, oh, she's a, she's a jack of all trades and a master of none. What does that perfection process look like? Is that studying, reading? It's, It's doing reading, but a lot of stuff that you find on, on the internet really is, it's not, it's not, you know, it's, it's not going to get you to where you want to be. For me, it was a lot of trial and error. Okay. So when I started doing credit restoration, all, yeah. 
It's really it's it's crazy because I took on five free people. Okay. I did a drawing mm-hmm. and I took on five free people and I said I'm gonna I'm starting to do credit, but I wanna make sure, you know, that I that I know I know I know what yeah. I know. Uh-huh. And I took them on and they all ended up having over seven hundred scores and I was like I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And since then, I started off, I was only charging $500. Okay. And then, you know, I got so into it, I was keeping people's process going a year, two years, even they when they were going there and stopped making payments. Yeah. It was just like really crazy. But I didn't do credit for the money. Okay. I did, I started doing my credit services because I wanted people to understand at some point, you can have high credit scores. And if you have high credit scores, it completely changes your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely changes your yeah, absolutely, life. Absolutely, absolutely. I can't stress that enough. But, you know, you got people that I did all this for, and they went out and bought watches. Yeah. You know, cars. <laughs> it's the culture. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and I think that, that kinda, that's what drained me. Yeah. Let me ask you. I think this is a good place to hang out hat, right? Because you mentioned that you've been able to diversify your income and, do, and, and purchase multiple assets. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's all in real estate. But for someone who's looking at this interview, right, and they're in the process of getting their credit uh, repaired or whatnot, mm-hmm. and they're tempted with some of those liabilities, things that don't bring in income. Like, what are some of the things that you've seen successful that they can diversify their they, they portfolio in instead of buying the, you know what I'm saying, the watches and stuff like that? So, history on me, um, again, in 2018, I bought my first commercial space. It was $129,000. I had a loan for through Regions. Back then, Regions had a lot of funds for uh, entrepreneurs, okay. self-employed, uh, bank statement loans, all that kind of stuff. So I kind of been tapping into real estate well before I even knew I would be in real estate gotcha. to this magnitude anyway. Um, unless you have like a, you know, like stacks of money, you're yeah. not going to, it's really no way to, you know, level off without credit. Yeah. yeah. In anything that you do. In, 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 in business, in, in, you know, and unfortunately, again, trial and error, when I started, I paid cash for everything. Okay. Except for that building. And I went in and I renovated everything. But again, a lot of the things that I do... There is fast money, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like in taxes, you can easily make eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars in three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, during tax season, okay. and then you know, with credit, I made over two hundred eighty thousand in one year. Mm. That's one residual, and then taxes, and then by the time I got into real estate, hell, I was making two, three million dollars a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you yeah. know, so now when you add to that, you know, like my commercial spaces, an opportunity came up again. Woke up one morning, got on the, got online on our MLS, our local MLS here. And uh, MLS is multiple listing system. That is okay. what we use as realtors. We can go on there and find all of our, you know, properties that are for sale. Gotcha. And I saw a bundle of buildings. It was seven buildings. They were all fully. Uh, they were. They all had tenants in them. Uh-huh. And um, the guy that had them, older guy, very, very, very wealthy. Okay. And he just said he was done with it. He didn't want to do it no more. So um, they had it listed at four fifty. I gave him four hundred cash for it. Okay. And again, if I you know don't know what you don't know, yeah. you know, in my mind, coming from Orange Mound, coming from where I came from, I don't want a lot of debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to well, be in debt. I don't want that debt. Yeah. I don't want that debt. Now I'm I'm flourishing into doing more of investing without my own money because it is a really great thing to do. Yeah. But um, twenty five thousand out of those buildings a month now. Wow. It took me maybe a year to get it to that uh-huh. three to four five year leases. They're all they're all locked in for three to five years. But you have to be a great landlord too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't have a salon running if you don't have AC in the building. You can't wait two and three days to get them AC. Yeah. So it's a lot of it's a lot of moving parts to being a successful investor. Yeah. But my ultimate advice will will be to find out what your form of investing is. Okay. Okay. So like for and then what I mean by that is, 
I know a lot of people that make a lot of money off of residential investing as far okay. as um, houses, mm -hmm. rental houses. Always known that wasn't for me. Okay. Always known. I, I've always known it wasn't for me because I saw through credit yeah. how people just, well, I'm not paying my rent. They can't put me out. You know, mm -hmm. they have too many, they have too many um, laws that's in favor of. <laughs> that's in favor of. And it was a few times where I looked at properties and I couldn't buy the property. They The, the seller couldn't sell it because it was a squatter in it. Mm. Squatter broke in it, changed the locks, That's and crazy. lived there two or three years. Children go to school from these houses. Well, and you can't put them out? Nothing you can do. Yeah. And especially during COVID. Mm -hmm. So I knew, I knew, I said, I know I want to make some money through investing. Yeah. But this ain't it. But you said something that I thought was extremely important, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know who I heard say this, but... They made a very valid point. It's exactly what you said, right? Once you work a certain job, right, yeah. and you only make a certain amount of income, how do you have enough money to invest in other things? Right. And that's where the credit piece comes in, right? You got to be able to leverage other people's money. That's right. Because if you're only making 50, 60, shoot, even 100 grand sometimes, if you, you know, depending on how many kids you got, mm -hmm. there's still not a lot left over. Right. So I think it's amazing that you're helping people build out their credit portfolio yeah. or profile so that they can start investing in more assets. Absolutely. So look, I want to talk about, uh, I think one of the cool things about about you as well is you and your husband are in business together. Yes. Now your husband is Asian as well. He is. How did all that come about? Funny story, my husband has been with the railroad for about 16, 17 years now. Okay. He's with uh, Canadian National CN Railroad. Gotcha. Um, he and I both um, back in 2018, uh -huh. um, we, went to, we went to school together. We went to the real estate class together. Oh, okay. Is that how y'all met? Oh, no. Okay. We were we we were together about a year prior to that. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. But um, we decided to go together. I said, let's go together. Let's yeah. do it together. <laughs> and so we went to take the we we went to the class. We went to a um, evening class because okay. he works days. And we left the class. We scheduled the um, the test immediately after. Okay. Well, of course, I passed on the first go. I'm a great test taker. Yeah. Uh, I passed all of my states mm -hmm. uh, first go. Um, but my husband, he didn't respect the test, yeah. to say the least. Um, and I tell people all the time, you have to study for that. That's not yeah. something you can go in and just guess the answers to. You have to know that stuff. Okay. So he failed. I think he failed a couple of more times. Mm -hmm. And um, so I guess he saw kind of the traction that I was getting in real estate. Yeah. And I was like, babe, you got to study for this test. Take yeah. it again. So yeah. he finally took it again. He actually studied okay. for it and he passed it. Yeah. And so um, it was maybe a year or so after I was licensed. So mm -hmm. he went and got licensed a couple of a year or two later. Gotcha. And he was at the same firm that I was with at the time. Um, and so from there, we just, we were doing that. And now he's licensed in Mississippi as well. Okay. I'm Tennessee, Mississippi, Arkansas, and Georgia. Gotcha, gotcha. So um, he's licensed in Tennessee and Mississippi as well. So that's hence Harris and Harris Realty mm -hmm. Group. So yeah, he yeah. is an affiliate broker because he has not been licensed three years yet, I don't think. And okay. I am the managing principal broker. Yeah. Look, when she said that, it made me think uh, all the way back in college. Me and my wife went to school together and we took an oh, English cool. course together. And <laughs> I swear she would pass every test and I would fail all of the tests. So I'm going to tell your husband, don't take classes with your wife. It's That's a, right. A, a recipe That's right. for disaster. <laughs> yeah. And that will open up a, a platform for you as well to know if you're dating somebody that's jealous. Because he mm. was never one time. He was never upset or any showed any yeah. kind of you know jealousy with that. But I could imagine it be, yeah. you know. See, Crystal, you look at things in a whole other light, right? I do. I would have never put that together. Mm -hmm. Uh, to, to know what your partner is succeeding, right? And Absolutely. you can look at the other person to gauge if they're jealous or Early not. signs that yeah, I was okay. For sure. Early signs that it was okay. He mm -hmm. was all right. 
Yeah, that's what's up. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about what's next. You guys have created a ton of success. And before you answer that, what I want to know is how do you manage all of this, all these assets, all these properties? You got agents, you got several different things, and you travel. All right, I won't even jump into that because I know you do a lot of traveling. How do you manage this? Your mother? Absolutely. How many kids do you have? Four. Four kids. So you got to tell me, and you're young, how do you manage all of this as a, as a thriving entrepreneur? A team, okay. you know, I pay out maybe a couple of hundred grand a year mm -hmm. in salaries. Wow. And the team that I have mostly came from Tempton Berries. Okay. So everybody knows Big E. Big E is my uh, assistant that with Dream Team Solutions with my tax business. Okay. And he does all of my errand running. He does all of my paperwork for yeah. the tax business and the credit business. Okay. Um, then I have another assistant, Money Rose Griego. I met her in back in 17, started doing her taxes. We kind of hit it off. Uh -huh. And then I have uh, Jamika. Jamika used to be with Liberty Mutual, actually. Okay. She was my rep with Liberty Mutual. Gotcha. And I saw how organized she was, and I told her, I, I want to hire you. Yeah. So I put her in real estate school. And so she's now actually the office manager over Harrison Harris Realty Group. She started in April when we first opened our doors okay. here because it took, we bought the building in September and we had to do the renovating of it. And we gotcha. opened April 1st of 2023. So three personal assistants, if yep. I counted that correctly, mm -hmm. to help you manage all of it. Wow. There's no way I can be successful if I'm doing everything myself. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things that a lot of people don't understand. You, mm -hmm. with, with success comes... You know, you have to pay salaries. Yes. And with me paying salaries, it allots me more time open for me yeah. to do other things, to open more, uh, you know, programs and do more seminars and stuff educational because I really want to do more of those platforms once yeah. I get to um, getting out of the field that I'm in. I do okay. want to transition into being an educator in real yeah. estate. I think that's dope because, like I said, we've shared the platform mm -hmm. on uh, a couple conferences yes. that just recently Amazing passed. platforms. Yeah, and that. you've done a, a great job every time you Thank hit the you. stage. So talk to me about that. Are, are you going to start some education? Are you going to start bringing on more agents and teaching people how to do what you do? What, what does the education play look like for you? Uh, moving forward, I know that I'm very relatable because of the I, I get e uh, emails and inboxes every single day, um, okay. and but I can't service per person. Mm. So I'm in the process now of going through Tennessee Real Estate Commission as well as Memphis Area Association of Realtors, which is okay. our local uh, platform here, to get my um, license to be able to do, be an instructor, my instructing gotcha. license. Okay. So I can do it on a local level and hopefully I can do it on a more larger scale because by the time of the end of 2024, I do plan on having my own um, classes to where I can actually certify you with your certificate for you gotcha. to take your exam. Oh, yeah, that's dope. Mm -hmm. So, look, talk to me about uh, what does life look like now, right? Because I think as entrepreneurs, we, we get so inundated with the struggle because mm -hmm. that's a big part of the story, right? But then once you make it over that hill, mm -hmm. right, life looks completely different. Easy, what does life easy. look like for you? Um, I am extremely blessed. I am extremely grateful okay. to the people that I have in my life right now. I'm extremely grateful to my husband, um, you know, coming from different variations of types of relationships and the support and the jealousy and witnessing all of that and experiencing that. It, it, it can be extremely heavy. And that's why I do mm -hmm. say, you know, a lot of your success, you will definitely see who you're dating yeah, if you're yeah. sleeping with the enemy or not. So, okay. um, you know, for lack of better words, but for me. Life is amazing. Okay. Um, I would not change anything about what I've been through. I would not change anything about the relationships that are no longer. I learn very valuable lessons with everything that I have experienced, uh, good and bad. Yeah. And I'm just excited for my future because I haven't even touched or began to 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 touch, you know, the magnitude of things that I'm going to accomplish. Yeah. And in the midst of doing that, helping other people, I do plan on taking new agents at okay. some point. But I I have to have my 
documentation and everything and my all of my training my manuals and modules together before I do that. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's dope, man. I want to give you your flowers, right? Thank you. Because your position really uniquely, right? You in downtown, they're talking about becoming more dense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're talking about building up, and you already got the blueprint. You've done all mm-hmm. of these things, so you're putting yourself right in position to be able to capture that wave. So I'm excited yes. to see what this, what this next wave. Looks and like I had for you. no idea about any of the stuff that's going on down here. Yeah. That, that I, I knew nothing about it until the Downtown Memphis Commission actually reached out to me and they were so oh, amazed at the building because yeah. they, they, you know, they're familiar with it. They, there's a lot of history here. Okay. It's a lot of history here in this building and, and, and it's over 100 years old. Wow. Um, but this building has been my building from the time it was built. Okay. It was just about the timing when yeah. I would access the building. And mm-hmm. it's, it's perfect. This building is literally... Um, it, it, I've learned a lot of patience with okay. it. I've learned a lot of, lot of things with the, just the transitioning from the other space to this space and knowing that it's all about timing and knowing to listen to God when he speaks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You've mentioned, uh, your faith uh, mm-hmm. a couple times as we've been talking. Absolutely. What, are you pretty big in your faith? What does that look Huge. like? Huge. Yeah. Um, and ironically, my father-in-law is a pastor. Oh, okay. True man of God. Um, if so it was did you grow up in the church? I did not. My mom was never into church like that, but I had friends who family was, so okay. I would always go with them. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. So my mom, she's a Christian. She she does. Ha- she she has faith, but yeah. she she was not raised with that. My mom um, actually came. She was from Ohio, so okay. when we got here, she didn't really know anybody. Um, so I don't think that she ever made it to a point to where she was consistently going to church. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but she always spoke of God. She yeah, yeah, she yeah. knew who he was. She mm-hmm. know him. She knows him. So it's that relationship. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And I wouldn't be here if it was I, the struggles and the mental stresses and things that I've been through, and the 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 you know the people that have that have done wronged you mm-hmm. know relationships. It it could have made me a very bitter person. Yeah. But luckily, with me knowing that um, this is a calling that I can't I can't I'm not gonna be able to shake it if I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. So I just take those as lessons and I implement them to my children to mm-hmm. let them know. For sure. Man, this conversation has been a, a blessing. Uh, just hearing the way you process information, mm-hmm. hearing your outlook is such positive, right? And and I think a lot of people go through life and they never get on that side, Mm -hmm. right? And they let negativity consume them. But Mm -mm. what people fail to realize is your environment is a product of your thought, right? Absolutely. You got to first change your your mindset in here. And what you think and how you process, you can manifest. And you've manifest all these great things in your life. And it's because of the mindset. And by the grace of God. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely by the grace of God that I have accomplished what I have and have been sane. Yeah. Because if you think about, if you look back over, you know, um, respectfully, a lot of people that have success, they are very mentally, you know. Mm. And you see a lot of millionaires... Yeah. Committing suicide and stuff like that. And uh, I, I get it. I understand yeah. why a lot of times, that's a lot of pressure yeah. on you, you know, and I am the breadwinner of my family mm-hmm. uh, as far as my my family outside of my marriage. But, you know, I take care of my mom, my sister. I make sure everybody's fine. Like everybody, I'm the go-to yeah, to yeah. everybody, but God built me that way. Mm-hmm. And when I found that out and realized that this was not a burden, it was more so of a blessing, that's when I was able to say, aha. Yeah. You gotta wake up and do it. Like yeah. I don't have a, I, I don't have any room for failure. Yeah. So that's that's what drives me ultimately. No room for failure that's at all. Yeah. No room, zero room for failure. And I have a twenty-five year old son. Okay. Um, I have a one-year-old baby. She'll be two July the twenty-first. But yeah. <laughs> I started all the way over I again. Saw her. She's as cute as can be. And she is <laughs> the definite. She's my she's my drive. Like I just 
just she came at the perfect time. Yeah, yeah. She did. Wow. I'm grateful. Yeah, that's dope. Listen, I appreciate, like I said, you opening up your doors to the Equity Tap. Uh, yeah. I know my audience is going to get a lot out of this. You're awesome. Just to Kevin. see you, you know, and the things that you've been able to accomplish. And I appreciate that. Uh, to see you and the things that you've been able to accomplish and to tap into a, a small piece of your mindset. That's I know a small there's piece. a. Yeah, I know there's. We've talked. I know <laughs> the there's. Depth, a, sorry. Yeah, but that's fine. This saves room for us to get you back on Absolutely. the show. Absolutely. Uh, as you continue to grow and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but let's do this. I want people to be able to keep up with you. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you could. Let them know your contact information, your socials, or whatever the best way it is mm -hmm. uh, to contact you. And any closing advice, right? Uh, let me frame this. Uh, there's somebody right now that's at home mm -hmm. that see you, and they say, man, I'm nowhere close to being able to achieve what she's done. How do I get started? Maybe one or two steps that you would say, hey, this is what you need to start with. These are things you need to focus on. Any closing advice uh, that you would have for that, for that person. Man, listen, I, I know you guys got a ton out of this interview. I've been extremely blessed to see everything that's been going on. Uh, do me a favor. Go down to the description. I'm going to put all of Crystal's information, her real estate group, uh, her, her social media contact. Go down, follow her, tap in with everything that she has going on. Uh, very personal. I'm pretty sure. Can they send you a message? And you sure. Send her a message. She'll reach out to you or get back to you guys. Also, if you guys are finding value out of this content, I need for you to subscribe. Turn on the notifications so that as we continue to roll out interviews like this, uh, you guys will be the first ones to get the notification. Look, Crystal, like I said, I want to thank you again for taking this time to share with us. Uh, but let's let people know how they can keep up with you. And uh, any closing advice you have, that'll be great. Um, my email is crystal, it's C-R-Y-S-T-E-L-L -L at H-H-R-G-T-E-A-M.com. And my website is just crystalharris.com. And I do have a podcast as well as your homegirl okay um podcast so that is going to be coming out you know with us to be learning more information about investing and all that yeah, kind of stuff so that'll be, be awesome it'll be awesome and uh my phone number is 901-590-3077 okay and we do have prompts on there so it will lead you to whichever option you're looking for gotcha gotcha that's cool. I'm excited about your podcast. We didn't get a chance to talk about that, but I know mm -hmm. we've talked off camera, so I'm excited for uh, not only the city, but the yeah. world to be able to be exposed to your mindset. I'm super excited. Uh, any closing advice you have? I would say the first thing that I would do is start. Okay. Um, it, whatever that looks like for you. If it's just you writing it down, making it plain, just get started. Yeah. Um, get away from people that are naysayers. Get away from those people that are not going to support you. I don't care if you're going to start building turtles. Okay. Out of wood, whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. start and get the right people around you, and it will make a a, a dramatic difference yeah. in your in your success and your outcome. That's dope. That's dope. I can't think of a better way to close it out. Yeah. Like I said, I appreciate it. Thank you again. Thank you. And listen, guys, until next time, y'all stay tapped in.